Greetings from Parts Unknown. My name is Sonny Sofrito, and today I am joined by... Kevin Wood. And I am also joined by... The greatest general manager in the Yep, I Like Wrestling history. Welcome back, Kevin. Hello, Mr. GM, sir. How are you doing today? I am fabulous. I've always been a fan of Wood. Hello, Sonny. <laughs> How are you? Are you going to say that shit every time he's on here? Absolutely. Every time he comes here. Jesus well, you know, Christ. You got to always rub that wood. Mm. Um, oh, man. Don't, uh, don't make me give you a disclaimer. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I've missed you. We Kevin. just started, man. No, sorry. We're like 10 much. seconds in. You're already starting with your too shit, too? Time, too much time in San Francisco. You could do a lot in 10 seconds, sorry. Sonny. <laughs> oh, you like, know we're in a country. Shout out to Donald Trump. So, gentlemen, how have you two been? Seems like forever. It has been forever because we had... Uh, we had a holiday last week, and, you know, we yes. dropped the history of Yep. And uh, if you, the listener, has not listened to our history episode last week, make sure you go back and listen to episode 28. Uh, it was a chance of me, Kervin, and Peter to uh, sit down and kind of discuss how everything started with this brand called Yep, I Like Wrestling. So, yeah, so that, you know, it's, it was a very interesting uh, time to reminisce and... Uh, now we're back for another episode, episode 29. Oh, my God. We're almost 30. Uh, yeah, dirty 30. Uh, Listen, you know what? Don't start. We're almost too old to date. But anyway, we had a huge weekend in wrestling. Let's get started, gentlemen. Yeah, actually, somebody here had a very huge weekend because yes. they were a jet flying. Mm-hmm. Limousine ride. Well, there was no limousine. Uh, Uber riding. <laughs> <laughs> jet flying, Uber riding. <laughs> Shout out to Ric Flair. Burrito eating. No, I... Uh, <laughs> I you uh, were in San Francisco. <laughs> I was in San Francisco this weekend in my uh, lovely hometown by the bay there. I got a chance to see a... Uh, Little show called uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Oh, the, uh, G1 special at the Cow Palace. Well, well, uh, well. The Palace of Cow. Palace. It was a it was a real great show. the uh, The Palace of Cows is a tremendous venue. It doesn't necessarily mean it's good. You know, I grew up there. I, I watched a lot of shows there. I went to uh, No Way Out in 2004 with uh, Eddie Guerrero and Brock Lesnar. Oh, great. man. Shout out to the Guerrero. So that was, a, that was the night that he won the championship, right? That was the night he won the championship. Oh. Wasn't that the last time anyone has beaten Brock for the No, belts? that was like the last time that he got like pinned. Yes, it, was, it seems so long ago. Yeah. And it's probably the last time it's going to happen. Yeah. He <laughs> oh. he. Oh, goodness. Um, I cheat. I steal. Oh, that was a good time. Good yeah. times. Uh, it's sad Eddie Guerrero is not with us. Yes. And it's kind of even sadder that the Cow Palace is still with us. Oh, oh shit. Ouch. <laughs> Damn. Now, who's talking about shade now? Yes. I mean, I, like I a love red San wood. Francisco and I love San Francisco landmarks, but talk about something needing a new paint job. You know, that uh, there was one merchandise stand in the entire building. Imagine 10,000 fans trying to buy t shirts from one merchandise stand. Oh, wow. They had concession That's bad. stands. That were cash only. Yeah. You know, I... Shit, you know what? I would have came in with my flask. Oh, this flask I've heard so much about already. Shout out to Allison for buying me a flask. Oh, <laughs> Allison. For some Puerto Rican moonshine that I had this past week. But anyway, oh, that's a whole other story. <laughs> that's another podcast. We'll, we'll <laughs> the, drinking, the drinking podcast. Yep, I like alcoholism. That's that, the name of that podcast. You know, yep. I was telling a friend of mine today, and they were saying, yo, you know what? You, you really need an AA meeting. <laughs> I'm like, the fuck, bro? Just because I have a flask? Tell him no. AA is for quitters. Exactly. You're no quitter. You know exactly. what the name of that podcast is? Is Yep, I Have Regrets. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, um, so one mudstead and no no cards at the. Oh, this no, is not good. Well, how was the show? Was the, the show the any the good? The show was great. The the highlights, of course, are uh, if you if you're a wrestling fan, get out somewhere where you can watch the Bullet Club live. Uh, they're the hottest thing going in wrestling right now. Shout out to Cody Rhodes and just one of one of just like the best acts you could possibly see. Go see it so you can say you've seen it. You know, in it's. ECW back in the day, or you know, there's whatever. a shout out yeah, right there. Wow, NWO. you want to you want to say that you saw them live at least once, and seeing the Bullet Club live is like that. the uh, the other The other note from this show was uh, a match, the, the best match of the night. I, I didn't even expect it. Was this uh, Heron? Here, oh man, I don't want to butcher this. You talking about Hiroki Goto versus Jeff Cobb? No, no, no. Uh, let's just say Takahashi versus Dragon Lee. One of the best matches I've ever seen. Live. Oh, yo, yeah, so much fun. But it begs the question: Is strong style too strong? Oh shit! Takahashi uh, on a spot during that match basically got thrown on his head, broke his neck. Yo, no, wait. For real? He, yeah. he legit broke his neck? Yes. He showed me the video, and it, that could easily be a broken neck. That If you're going to break your neck, that's how you're going to break oh, your neck. Oh, damn. Yo, I'm just, I'm just watching that shit. Yo, dude, how are you going to have your neck go like at a 90-degree angle forward? That was a bad spot. It's, yes. It's, it's last time I saw some shit like that was with my Transformer when I was transforming that shit. Oh, Teddy, when was the last time you saw some shit like that? I, I, I can't remember. Uh, yo, actually, I with remember. Teddy, I, I don't even want to <laughs> fucking know, bro. I can't remember. That, that could be a whole different thing. You know what? One thing I want to ask you about, dude, Haku was on this show. Haku? No. I can I can curse on this podcast, right? Feel free. No fucking way. Whip it out. I mean, let it rip. No, ha- hey, stop. Sorry. I got those confused. You know. Haku is a bad motherfucker and he always has been actually was I mean, he really there that dude is the baddest man on the planet no Literally, matter what yes. no matter honestly you know what i would love to see a legit a, like a shoot fight between him and brock lesnar because i think he would fuck brock lesnar i up. think he'd kill brock lesnar he would kill brock lesnar. so was he in a wrestling capacity or was he managing he, or cornering he was what was he doing wrestling capa- cornering? capacity <laughs> yeah that's what we do with you yeah, it sounds like some corner. bully shit yeah <laughs> You, know, well, Haku, you never know. Yeah, right. At the beginning of the show, he comes out and and he was teaming with the Bullet Club. His sons, uh, Tonga Loa and Tama Tonga, are a tag team of the Grills of Destiny. Oh, and wow! They had a match at the beginning of the night, and he got a couple spots in. And you're just watching him, and you're just like, "This dude's a legend." Whatever. That's that ten man tag team match, it was right? Ten man tag. And at the end of the night, uh, God turned on the rest of the Bullet Club, and the three of them just fucking killed the rest of the Bullet Club guys. And Haku is out there. He's, what, f- in his 50s and stuff like nah, that? Nah, he's older than that, dude. 50? Yeah, no, I he, would think he's, he's older. Like in his teamed, 60s, bro. He teamed with Andre the Giant, man. He's in his 60s, man. Yeah. yeah. And he was kicking dude's ass, and I was I, I bought it every step of the way. Uh, the, you know, Haku is a bad motherfucker. The Grills of Destiny are a bad motherfucking tag team. In a good way, of course. Uh, and it was it was a fun... It was the perfect ending to that show because New Japan is hot right now, but you need acts other than Cody and Kenny that you can tell people, hey, watch our, come watch well, our shows. Come see our shows live. It's a good thing to have a legend like Haku there. Now, is his... What's the story? Did Expect- he rip someone's nose off or rip someone's eye out? Which is that? Didn't he eat someone alive at one point? <laughs> There are I, so many Haku stories. I heard he just killed somebody. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. With, with a look. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> Someone's book I read, one of those wrestlers' books says that um, I think he broke somebody. I think he ripped somebody's hand or finger off. Or he may shit. have. Or yeah. Some shit like that. that. But uh, back in the day, if you were going to fire someone and you were afraid that the wrestler was going to get a little uh, upset at being firing, you had Haku stand nearby. Just because the guy know when you're fired, you walk away, you don't say anything. So Haku was always commissioned to just hang around nearby just in case this wrestler gets a little beside himself. So, yeah. Shout out to Haku. Shout out to Haku. There's a name I haven't heard in a while. Wow. Uh, well, you should hear more about it because, <laughs> like I said... G.O.D. is fucking dope. And in an arena filled with so many smarks, because that's the kind of crowd that's there, they have an a, a even bigger appreciation for Haku because most of them know a lot of those old stories that that dude was not somebody to fuck with. Yes. No. You know, forget about Wu-Tang. Haku ain't nothing <laughs> to fuck with. No. <laughs> I, I, saw, I saw in the match that they did, they did the classic spot. I, my favorite thing, anytime any Simone is in the ring in wrestling, where the dude goes to headbutt the guy and he like knocks himself out, it's oh. the best. I, I saw a spot where a guy goes to headbutt Haku and knocks himself out. And I was just sitting there in the crowd and I'm just like, yeah, I can buy this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Haku ain't no Long problem. lineage of Samoans. They've, they've, they've given so much to this business. They really have. The, the last note I will also say with that tag team the, my star on the rise in all of independent wrestling is Haku's son, Tamatanga. That dude is a future world champion, if not in New Japan, in WWE. He, he looks, watching him wrestle, he looks exactly like Roman Reigns. But He's got my vote. Oh, God. Yeah, that's all I needed. Speaking of sons, on Instagram, Sting posted a picture of his son. He's got my vote, too. That's all I'm going to say. So shout out to the sons of wrestlers. I mean, if you the kid's like 6'3". He's like lifting hundreds of pounds of weight. Oh, man. Yeah. You got my vote, kid. I don't know what you do. Hey. Yeah. Sonny, let's move on. I, I yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Let, my just, leg. Oh, okay. oh, shit. That's why <laughs> I'm sitting across from you guys. Oh, and what was it? It was at the Hall of Fame. Uh, the Von Erichs. There's only one Von Erich that's still alive. I don't want to say the wrong uh, name. It's Kevin, I believe. Is it Kerry? No, it's not Kerry. Kerry's dead. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, Most yeah. of them are past. But yeah. who, whichever one is alive, he has two sons that stood up, and it's again, it's like, wow, why are these people like major names in wrestling? Like, they really should be carrying the, the lineage of their father. But that's another podcast. Well, there was uh, Lacey Von Eric in TNA, and all I can say to that is Roll Tide. Oh, well, yeah, she Roll was doing Tide. her thing for a minute. Um, is she no longer in TNA? Yeah. What is she doing now? I, I don't know. I think she had kids and just just. Quit. I mean, when when if I had the choice between being in TNA and paying child support, I would probably choose choose child support too. Oh wow! Still, yeah. it's still a television deal. My word! <laughs> is it Tully Blanchard's daughter at TNA now? Yes, she is. Oh wow! Well, look look at this second generation superstars right there. Oh, I mean, there's a ton of second generation superstars. I mean, even Mella's a second generation star. Ew. <laughs> just right. May, maybe just second generation not just necessarily a star <laughs> she's a star that happens to be a second generation wrestler <laughs> how's that I'll put it I'll take that so overall what would you give the New Japan programming oh 8 out of 10 9 out of 10 even. oh 9 wait, out wait, of 10 wait, are you wait, sure wait, wait, are you wait. sure we have to do this in, on the Meltzer scale 6 six stars in the Tokyo Dome, guys. Okay. 7 stars in the that's Tokyo Dome. That's not bad. Okay. That's not uh, a bad I mean, thing. Yeah, but that's 6 out of 5, bro. Oh, well. Yeah. What can you do? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, 
anybody that's listening that was over at the Cow Palace, I hope you had a great time there. And um, you know what? Next time there's a G1 show and you're going to be there, we would like you to take photos, post it on your Instagram, post it on your Twitter, tag Yep I Like Wrestling, Y-E-P-I-L-W, and we're going to retweet it and share it and post it up and do a whole bunch of stuff because we want to show you guys some love for showing us love by listening to this podcast. Moving on, let's get into some WWE TV. Do we have to? Oh, <sighs> is this the first time you don't uh, want to talk about Monday Night Wrestling Program? You, what's the name of it? The Monday Night Wrestling Program. No, that's not what they call it. It's Monday what, Night. What do we call Monday it? Monday Night Raw. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that, yes. So wait, is this the first time you don't want to get it raw? That's, this is the first time I've ever got to say no thank you oh, to Raw. Oh, shit. Yeah, the programming is just, it's about as bad as the Cow Palace. Not as bad as having one merch stand, but. Bad, bad as the Cow Palace or bad as the smell of a cow? Some, there's some cow manure going on in the WWE programming. You know what? I wasn't that mad at Raw, though. Really? No, I, I, I really. I was, I was entertained. Yes, bless you. Uh, I was entertained. It doesn't take much. I see. I mean, I, I, I was drinking some moonshine, but I mean, uh, I was, yes. I was entertained though. Ah, uh, yes, the dreaded flask has re, re, re revisited. Yeah. Shut up, Alice. <laughs> I tell, do tell Alice that I miss her, please. <laughs> so, gentlemen, Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns had a bit of a uh, disagreement. And it took a few, just a few gentlemen to keep those two apart. Okay, so in this particular moment, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm getting kind of tired of the same exact brawl done the exact same way. Yeah. I mean, it would have been nice to maybe take it to the stands, take it to, you know, the hallways of the arena. Just do something different because it's like the same thing they've done with Taker and Brock. That's literally what I have written in my notes. Sorry, stop, stop reading my notes. Oh, well, I can, I can read upside down. So that's why. <laughs> but um, it was uh, Taker and Brock. Uh, Cena, Rome, and Brock, Cena and Brock. Uh, Roman and... Uh, didn't Roman and Brock do the same thing? Yeah. It's like it's, it's been done to death. I mean, just... Flip it up, switch it, you know, flip it up, switch it, rub it down. Oh, oh no. Shout out to hip hop. Oh. I mean, it, w- <laughs> it was all done for the big spot over the top rope that Roman did to take out everyone. I got to say, though, that spot that he did over the top rope, that was kind of dope. I mean, uh, again, with uh, my production background, I saw that and I was just like, oh, okay, they did that for the video package. Yeah. That, oh, that yeah, shot, of course. That shot is very, is very much just like, hey, we're going to run this highlight on every video package of Roman Reigns for the next 20 years. <laughs> oh, God. Well, yeah, because they did the same thing for The Undertaker. But, yo, I'm going to tell you right now, that shit is not some easy shit to do. Because, I mean, dude, you no. basically, those ropes are, what, about five feet high? So he cleared it with a foot underneath him. Yeah. So he basically jumped over that shit. Six, he jumped over it six feet over. And onto a whole bunch of dudes, and you know what? I'm not mad at that spot. I actually that was that saved that whole segment for me because I thought that was a dope spot. Well, I mean that's the and it's funny how I'm the one that's cheering on Roman Reigns. Roman Meanwhile, Reigns. Teddy's like, uh, I would have liked the spot had the spots not been repeated the next day on SmackDown by Oscar taking out the entire women's division. So you took a great spot, then you water it down. See, no one in WWE is paying attention. So, yeah, I'm over it. And Bobby Lashley's nondescript headband has now turned into a nondescript fitted hat. Like, oh, for God's sake. Well, wait, it's, not, it's not a fitted hat. It's a snapback. It's, a, it's a, just a plain black snapback. Yeah. It's like this man, he can't help but be boring. 
Like he's trying his best to be boring. Two things. One, I'm shocked that Lashley didn't put a uh, red hat on. He was Donald Trump's boy. He was that was. Oh. He was not a Donald Trump supporter. Are you serious? He's. he's I he forgot he was, he was he was he was what you gotta remember from that uh, WrestleMania match he was to do that WrestleMania oh, match. yes the hair Trump's versus hair match ah yes I He's forgot about that shout yeah. out to Umaga speaking of Samoans and yes. uh, second isn't that the story of WWE like Roman Reigns doing something amazing we're all just like ah, who cares <laughs> it's kind of true like every time he does something dope everybody's kind of like whatever he's supposed to do that shit. It, I mean, listen, I am not an apologist for Roman Reigns, but I got to call it as I see it. This shit that he does that he doesn't get any props for. Meanwhile, I'll see other people do the same shit. And they're like, and people just lose their fucking mind. Like, oh, my God, did you see what he just did? It's really that people hate Roman just for being Roman. He, he's a talented individual. I really do. But even I have to say, I'm a little overseeing the same thing over and over again. And, you know... I liked him very much, but I don't like him as much as I did before. So I can do without it. And I never thought I'd say those words, but guess what? It's a new day. Yes, it is. So oh, there you go. Oh, shit. Yeah. Shout out to SmackDown, who we'll get to in a minute. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag loyalty. <laughs> Good going, buddy. I have, I, have, I have stood firmly behind him. Yeah, we know. Many- <laughs> <laughs> How I wish for many years, but those years have run out now. I can't do it. And it's Vince is just, he's going to force you to either like Bobby Lashley or Roman because he has so much money behind these two. And Vince hates to be wrong. He's going to force you to like one of these two. But somehow it's going to blow up in his face. I just know it is. Well, he's forcing us to like one of those two because, uh, side note, we ain't seeing Brock for a long fucking time. Oh, yeah. Apparently, he doesn't get to work until Ro- Royal Rumble or something. Like, he, he's not coming back anytime soon. Yeah, yeah. that shit ain't happening because, you know, he's basically going to be taking on Daniel Cormier. Is that how you pronounce his name? Uh, I think it's Cormier. Cormier? Cormier. Uh, that, that makes me sound too fucking bougie to say so who saw the, like Who that? saw the UFC video of him? Did you all see it? It was so kayfabe, I don't even want to go into it. Yeah. As a shitty man once said, it's a work, bro. <laughs> Oh, shit. Shut, no, not shout out to Vince Russo. Um, hey, bro. Oh. It's a work, bro. Vince Russo. Well, gentlemen, let's move on. Nia Jax and Natalia took on Alexa Bliss and Mickey James. Yep, that happened. <laughs> Did it? <laughs> Did it barely, really? The only good thing about that was Alexa wore the shit out of Nia Jax with that kendo stick. That was fun to watch. Yo, she I, beat that bitch. She did, yes. <laughs> yo, yo, you know what? So I just started watching um, The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, mm. and there was a part where they're playing this song, she beat that bitch with a bat. Oh, yes. Beat that bitch with a bat. Yeah. And I'm like, when I saw that part, I was like, beat that bitch with a kendo stick. <laughs> She was, as we say in my family, she was drawing back on some of those, you know, shots. So it was like, wow, who pissed off Alexa that night? Yo, them shits were legit, man. They didn't look, yeah, they didn't look worse. Nah, nah. Yo, she even hit her in the back of the head. That was the shit that, when she hit her in the back of the head, I was like, damn. Yeah. They got some real heat. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I wonder what that's about. But, um, yeah. So, like you said, that happened. And uh, something else that happened, Mojo Raleigh took on No Way Jose. And that also happened, yes. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. So, um, only thing I'm gonna say about that is uh, they getting really, <laughs> really <laughs> shitty with with the fucking entourage. Because uh, yes. you know, I was, 
you know, there was a time when No Way Jose had a very, very interesting lead conga person. Yes. That's what I'm going to call her, the conga person. The conga person. She was the, the person that was in the front of that conga line, and she kept me interested. For about two weeks, you were really into the conga line. No, 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 about three weeks, actually. Oh, really? And, you know, every time that I saw the beginning of the conga line, I was like, hey, no, wait. Jose. <laughs> didn't see the, didn't pay attention to the match. No one cares. I was even zooming in with, with my HDTV. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I Let me correct. My 4K TV. The resolution's a lot better. I thought Roger was the only name dropper, Ding. but go ahead. Hey, I'm name, dro- I'm name dropping on my TV because that shit brought in. Exactly. I was like freaking Wayne's World. Swing. But, God. dude. The freaking skanky chicks they got from the crack house <laughs> this fucking week? What the fuck, man? Yeah, so those are disappointing, are they? Yes. Dude, yeah, man. I seen better crackheads uptown, bro. Oh, you know. Yes. Shout out to Francine from ECW. She kind of reminded me of her when I saw her. But yeah, but you know, if Tara was watching, she basically just saw Mojo Rally wrestling nothing. Because you know, because she doesn't see yeah. No Way Jose. She didn't see No Way Jose, uh, and she's into the big white dudes. Yes. <laughs> but you know what? For the first time ever, I'm going to agree with Tara on this podcast. Yes, Mojo Raleigh is a bit of a stud. For the first time, I see potential in him. I mean, the dude has had potential for a while. The problem is I never that saw it. He, well, I, I like what he did this week. Well, I don't know if it was him, but his changing up of his ring gear. Yes. Brought, made him look a little bit more menacing. Yes. Because it was like the same, it was the same type of gear, but it was all black with like a little line. I mean, Visuals mean a lot, and he came out and he looked like a heel. He does. He looks. So yeah. It added to it added to his character, which was great. And then when he went at No Way Jose the way he did, it just kind of solidified his character. The only thing is that by doing that, you weaken No Way Jose. It, it's almost like they just punked No Way Jose out. That I don't know if it, it if it was a good move. Like there could have been a way to possibly make. Both of them still look strong without taking away, if that makes any sense. Yeah. I don't know. We have a saying on Grinder. It's called, one of us has to be the bottom. So either we're going to put up Mojo or we're going to put up No Way. Or we can't do both of them. So it, And I like Mojo. He has potential. I never saw it before, especially with Zach. Zach. Yeah, that, that joke. Yeah, never saw potential with that one. And when he was moved to Raw, I still didn't see it. But now, for the first time, I'm going to have to agree with Tara. Yeah, maybe there's some potential there. Maybe. First off, I never want to know about any sayings that you guys have on Grinder. <laughs> oh, um, Sonny. You live in Hell's Kitchen. Sec- yeah, That's the grinder of neighborhoods. Yeah, actually, yeah. yeah. I, trust me, I know. <laughs> Every time I go outside and smoke a cigarette, yeah, I know. Oh. Trust me. Shout out to the homos. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of homos, Bo Dallas... Oh, no. I don't know about Bo Dallas. I don't know. He does a great Bray Wyatt, though. Dude, he does a better Bray Wyatt than Bray Bray Wyatt, he does, yes. Like, dude, when I was watching it, I was like, wait a minute. Is that Bray? Oh, shit. No, that's really Bo Dallas. So, for those of you listening, the B team took on... uh, Well, they didn't take... No, it was Bo Dallas versus Matt Hardy. Mm -hmm. Mr. Woken. And, uh... Delete! Delete, delete. I'm just so numb to this whole series. <laughs> oh. These guys have been going for two months. Uh, I was so excited at WrestleMania when they put Bray and Matt together, and they haven't done anything with them. And believe it or well, not. Well, they won championship. That's they what won I was the championship, yeah. and that's it. Yes. True. And they still have it, and they, I don't think they deserve it anymore. You, anyway, um, here's the thing. 
Did you all see the Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy? Yes, thing? I actually saw it finally. So, fuck this whole Bray Wyatt match thing. Watch that on the network. Have you seen it, sir? Oh, yeah, of course. The 24? Is it not good? Yeah, it's that amazing. thank you, 24. Dude, that 24 I was, was line, amazing. But that didn't sound and right. And, dude, Dateline. I was surprised by how much shit they went in on. They d- oh, I love how you said that. Sonny, I really do. You. Did you see how Sonny Jesus. said that? How much they went in? I love that. But um, no, you're right. It was like no holes barred. No holes barred. I thought. Wait, Hulk Hogan? <laughs> oh, oh shout out to Diesel. Oh, me Zeus. You mean Kevin? Who did I say? Diesel. Diesel. Am I high? Yeah. I could be high. Don't mind yeah. me. Oh, the black guy with a cross eye. Him. You talking about Tiny Lister? Uh, Debo? Is that the right guy? Yeah. Oh my goodness. He knocked you the fuck out. Him. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's Tiny Lister. Oh, oh my! So goodness. he wasn't Diesel? No, he was Zeus. Zeus. Who the hell was Diesel? Kevin Nash. Oh, big sexy. I'm high. Don't mind me. <laughs> everyone looks like everyone right now. You have a three-hour. They t- both look. Like, they, so when Kevin Nash look like Tiny Lister? A little. Oh have you seen goodness. Magic Mike? They all look alike to me. Oh have you seen goodness. Tiny Lister and <laughs> Kevin Nash? <laughs> They all look That's alike. That's like saying me and you look alike. Uh, don't we? Like, I often get us confused. Listen, you're my only unruly stepson, but uh, no. <laughs> I often try to text you and I text myself by accident. I don't know how that goes. You have a three-hour television show that's begging for content. You have, got, you have these two guys that are begging to give you content and nothing happens. Story of WWE. The reason why I'm numb to this. But to be quite honest, let's think about it. Hasn't Bray Wyatt sort of been that guy where he has all that potential and they've really kind of squandered it? Even after the, like, even with the Wyatt family, wasn't it always just he didn't quite do what he could do? Yeah, there, there's something, so there's something there with that. He's and always been that guy. Also, you know, he just had a car accident recently. Oh yes, I did read that. So the thing is, initially in the back of my head, I was always thinking they're they're gonna lose because he may not be a hundred percent. Yes. Which is why it wasn't him in the ring. It was Matt. And then also, depending on what other extenuating circumstances we may not know about, may be a thing where, like, yo, let's get him off of TV. Because I don't know anything about what happened. I don't think any of us do because nothing's been released. Yes. But sometimes when nothing's been released, there's a whole lot of shit that happened. Worse. So it's like, you know, because all we heard was he was in a bad car accident. Nothing else. You know, but he's back. Who knows? Maybe he needs some time. Maybe the road is, you know, could the road I mean, could grind on people. Oh, yes. I've heard that often. But really, doesn't he win a little bit? He gets to go home to JoJo. Well, that's it. Unless JoJo's still going to be on the road, though. So, uh, Shout out to JoJo's ass. For, yeah. the, for those of you who have never been to a live event, it's a good thing to check out. You know, JoJo's actually a really nice person, too. I'm sure she is. Yeah, no, I mean, I met her at uh, last year around SummerSlam. Did you now? Yeah, no. She I'm telling Allison. I mean, I think I told her. I'm telling Allison. I, I, I think. I think. But, well, listen, I met her and I met Bray at the same time. Oh. And, yo, Bray. Bray's cool as fuck. Is he? Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I had, we had a drink together. Yeah, anyway. Shout out to Jungle Fever. I'm here for it. Shout out to drinking. Anywho. Speaking of attractive women of color, Amber Moon took on Liv Morgan. Yeah, I actually enjoyed that match. I bet you did. Did you? <laughs> were you even paying attention? I mean, yeah, I, I paid a lot of attention. Yeah, I bet you did. Um, Amber Moon's athleticism is unparalleled. I'm just going to say that. Yeah, but you know what? Don't sleep on Liv Morgan because some of the shit she did no, in the ring was... You. 
I, I really like to sleep on a broom, so no thank you. Dude, nah, man. Stop putting her down, dude. That freaking Matrix shit that she does that, that Trish used to do back in the day. Thank you. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, yeah but she does it just as good, if not a little bit better. Well, She's um, a little bit faster with the, with the when she goes all the way back. And, you know, you know how I like women going all the way back. Oh, <laughs> gross. Gross. Oh. Tremendous. <laughs> how do you how, how do you like Liv Morgan? I, I mean, save us, Kevin. I, I, save us. I mean, I thought that Liv Morgan probably should have stayed in NXT a little longer. I, I'm not a fan of the Riot Squad, maybe because of the, the it coming in at the same time as Absolution and it being like, what? These two are the same exact thing, like literally the same exact thing. I thought the end ring was great. I, you know, the character outside, you know. Still needs development, and then now that they that Ruby Riot's not around because she had some type of injury. She got injured. Yes. Yeah. When did she get injured? Because I actually missed that. Did, did About she, a week ago. Did she also get in a car crash? Am I? Am I just? You putting everybody in a car crash, bro? Yeah. Is I think. I think hers was in ring. In same car. I think hers was in ring. If I'm not mistaken. <gasps> Guys, you said Sin Carter. What if? What if her and Bra- what if Bray is cheating on JoJo with Ruby Riot? Wow. Well, talk about a downgrade. JoJo was in the same car though, and, and was in the car accident with oh, Bray Wyatt though. Maybe, maybe. Well, maybe. her butt is basically an airbag by itself, yeah. so she's good. So she's she's great right now. But um, I don't know. First of all, do you remember when Alexa Bliss used to do the Harley Quinn gimmick? Yes, I think. I mean, she still she still kind of does it. I think Liv Morgan would do that better. Like you know, I think yeah. she would probably take up that. But really, I don't see. But is it. it because she looks so much more like uh, Margot Robbie? Yeah, like she, she just looks more like, yeah, I'm not for it. And Sarah Logan, to me, is, I'm not doing it. Yeah, Sarah Logan, I, I actually had high hopes for Sarah Logan at Royal Rumble. Because I remember saying that I actually thought she did a good job during the Royal Rumble match. Which was originally supposed to be called the... Um, the Fabulous Moolah Battle Royal. <laughs> Dude, you can't say that. Yes, I can. But say it again. <laughs> fabulous Moolah. <laughs> I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna agree with Mr. Wood here. Uh, I think they came too fast. You see what I did there? Oh Kevin? God! I think, I think they came up too fast from they NXT. Came. I say send them back. Send them back. Don't you wish you could do that when you come too fast? Oh, oh good one. I see what you did there. I like that. I like that. Speaking <sighs> of coming too fast, Finn Balor was in the same ring as Baron Corbin, and uh. those two other guys were there too. But I didn't pay much attention to them. But um, I think it was Elias. I don't pay attention to him and um, some other dude. But uh, yeah, it was Mr. Bobby Roode, man. Oh, gloriously boring. Yes. Can I say? Oh wait, so wait. Now you're seeing what I'm saying. So, well, I'm well, over it. Him being a face, it doesn't work, man. Over okay. it. Can I talk about things that don't work? There's Yo. a lot of stuff that doesn't work right now, bro. Yo. Dude, we don't talk about impotence on this show. So. Oh shit. Please don't. Shout out to Roger. See what I did there? Oh, oh, I love Roger to death. He knows it. Let me say this right now. Damn, son. <laughs> Yo, that shit got a damn, son. <laughs> Shout out to Ron Simmons. Damn. <laughs> let me let me say this right now. I don't give a fuck about Baron Corbin. Oh, my. Wow. I don't give a fuck about Baron Corbin. And I don't give a fuck about Baron Corbin. <laughs> Who was that last one again? I don't give a fuck about Baron Corbin. <laughs> oh, he shaved his hair. I still don't give a fuck. He looks like a waiter. Okay. Yo, dude, you know what? He does look like a waiter, like a freaking. But he's a sexy waiter. Oh, no, God. he How is. He is a sexy. St- he's a s- compared to what he used to look like. He looks amazing. He's a stud. What he looks like, he, he I did. Still don't he did go. F- he did go from heroin addict in the village <gasps> to 
Recovery to a bougie waiter in the village. <laughs> so which would you rather have, a heroin addict or a bougie waiter? Come From on. the village. From the village. <laughs> no, but you know what? Honestly, I'd rather have I'd rather have him and Mojo Rawley switch places on the card. There you go. There you go. So you want I Mojo Rawley to be the new constable and? Yeah, I want Mojo Rawley to like be higher on the card. I just I don't care for Baron Corbin. That would be interesting to see Mojo Rawley in that spot. Even though, mm. I, even though I, I think it would play differently because I really like what Mo, what uh, Baron Corbin's been doing lately. Me too. Yeah, but for different reasons. Sexy as hell. Why is he wrestling in street clothes? Is my question. Something about the McMahon family. They have a big thing with the C sound, the C sound. Mm-hmm. So corporate Kane, Constable Corbin. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure there's some mothers out there. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to put them in the comment I'm, section I'm, I'm, if I'm, you all can think of it. Put yeah, it in I'm the try, comment. I'm trying to put myself over right now because I can't think of any <laughs> others. But anyway, what? <laughs> bullshit aside. <laughs> Chainsaw Charlie, but I guess that's a different sound. Uh, yeah. yeah, but. But go- yeah, keep going. You see where I'm going. Yeah. Yes. So the whole thing is like, they, he's basically corporate Kane Redux, right? Yes, Redux. But if corporate Kane sucked ass. Oh, what was I, Val I, Venus? Actually, I thought corporate Kane was pretty cool. No, I liked corporate Kane. I'm saying he is corporate Kane if corporate Kane sucked ass. Ooh. Oh, that was Sean Sean Morley. So yeah, Vin- Val Venus did it first. Sean, Kane did it better, and. I don't know about you. I don't. I don't care. What you, I think he's doing a great job, Baron Corbett, and I think he looks fabulous doing it. Well, that's because that that's what that's what's putting so over the edge for you, bro. So good. And Finn Balor's abs. I don't know what the fuck exercise this man's I, oh, doing. I don't disagree with you okay, on that. You two are gonna sit here and tell me that his abs are not no, crazy. You know what? I'm gonna say this. Fuck his ass. Oh, God. Here we go. That jealousy. Look <laughs> at the fuck two. Fuck Baron Corbett. Hurry up, Tower, and get back here. Help me out here. <laughs> Fuck Balor's abs. I'm, I'm, oh, I'd love to. Oh, I'm, 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 yeah, you said it. I did it. <laughs> speaking of things I wouldn't I said fuck. said it as a statement, no. not as an you action. You said it. No backsies. But speaking of things I wouldn't fuck, Kevin Owens uh, oh, took damn. off Braun Strowman. Oh, Whoa. no, I can't do Whoa. Kevin Owens. No. That's my, that's my Kevin brethren, man. Oh, God. Come on. Hey man, we standing up for the big for the big boys. Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, pounding yeah. on the big boys. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, what's the one that did uh, Clerks? The Canadian Kevin somebody. Kevin Smith is not Canadian. Yes, he is. No, he's not. He just loves Canadian culture. That dude's from Asbury, New Jersey. What? I'm a big Kevin Smith fan. You have ruined my entire as childhood. A, as a matter of fact, quick side note: one of the people that provided me with some great advice was Mike Zapsick, who's on Comic Book Men, which. The, is the comic book store that wow. Kevin Smith owns. Wow. I went out there. You took the long way around, but that was a good story. Yeah, yeah. Like, I went out there. I, I bought some comics, and I was telling him, hey, I'm, you know, I'm starting up a new uh, a new podcast, and is there any advice you could give to me? He was like, he gave me a couple of pointers, and I was like, wow. And it's pointers that I've actually used into producing this podcast today. This lovely podcast. Yeah. Well, the reason I said him was because I'd fuck that Kevin before I fucked Kevin Owens. Oh, shit. I can't do it. Damn. But I did like Chasing Amy. Y'all remember Chasing Amy? Chasing Amy was cool, but good Dogma movie. is my absolute favorite. Oh. I even bought a little uh, The oh, Buddy Christ. Goodness. I have, that shit at, I have that shit at work. What was the other one they did? I oh, can't think of it. Uh, Dogma, uh, Jay and Silent Bob, Strike Back. Jay and Silent Bob. That's the one I was yeah. trying to think of. Thank you, sir. But, oh, different podcast. Yeah, I'm a big Kevin Smith fan. Yeah, me too, I think. Yeah. Well, anywho, Kevin Owens attempted once again to hide from Braun Strowman. What are we doing with Braun Strowman? Oh. Everyone, no I kind of like what they're doing with Braun Strowman, even though I remember what Teddy said a few episodes back where it's a dangerous thing where if you put him too much doing the comedy stuff, 
you he loses the seriousness okay. going forward where you don't respect him as the monster anymore. Yes. Yeah. Like they did with Big Show. Yes. So like I get that totally, but he's kinda so good at it, man. Really, the blue porta potty thing did it for you? Was that nah, was that fun? I, it's, it's, it's really it, you know that, what it is? It's it's his is the way he plays it. When he did the porta potty, he was like Anybody in there? <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> I mean, shit like that. When he flipped the car over and he looks at him and he just tosses him the keys. As a fan of comedy, it was done well. The rest of it is done so-so. I mean, Kevin Owens, I was about to say Kevin Smith. Kevin Owens <laughs> oversold it a little bit. But, I mean, I thought it was still pretty decent. I, I think that with Braun, you have to ride the fine line between funny and absurd so much of what of what has gotten him over is these things that are just like absolutely absurd that you're just like that's crazy i'm gonna go to youtube and watch that about 10 times you know him throwing over the truck him doing the drop in the set on 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 kane and brock you know and and i thought that the the porta potty was, was kind of in that in that sense in that vein absolutely too. it was but i mean at some point, he is going to have to put on a good match. And oh, right? yeah, without question. So I'm just waiting for that day so we can you know, you know what be it double fates. I think when, when we're watching wrestling, we, gotta get caught, we get caught up into looking for certain things or looking to be amazed or looking to, to find something that's, that's a little bit more solid. But at the end of the day, when you're watching wrestling, you really have to throw out all sense of reality and just get caught up into the show. My, my point of view. Over it. It helps I'm when I'm drinking moonshine, though. I b- it doesn't everything. Yeah. Uh, speaking of things you need to get through with alcohol, Drew McIntyre took on Seth Rollins. Whoa. Well, yeah, well. I wasn't mad at it. Yeah. Why am I not surprised, Mr. Kobe Lopez? <laughs> Tyler Black. Oh, I watched that video. <laughs> oh, actually, I did it. I just remember you saying his I know name. the proof. Nah, I know I... the proof, and I'm on to him. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. I appreciated that they put on a different Raw main event than usual, that they showcased their depth and were using the depth of their talent roster, which they don't usually do, or they misuse these guys. I appreciate that they're giving a spotlight to this Ziggler-Rollins feud and and giving uh, Drew McIntyre a bit of that spotlight as well. Um, It feels like a... It just felt like a hot Raw main event. But what... What amazing thing has Seth Rollins ever done besides killing Sting? What has this man Jesus ever done? Jesus Christ. Like, what, get named Those are the thoughts and opinions of Teddy. I'm going at you, Mr. GM. Those are the thoughts and opinions of Teddy. They do not represent the thoughts or opinions of Yep, I Like Wrestling. That is fake news, Mr. GM. Oh, shit. When was the last time you saw Sting? Um, I'll wait. Did you watch Raw? I noticed you've sidestepped my question, sir. Did you sir. watch Raw back in February when Seth Rollins wrestled for over an hour? Barely. Beat Roman, <laughs> beat Cena clean. Barely. Uh, was one of like the all-time great was one of the all-time great raw performances. Seth Rollins is amazing. And Vito, I, appreciate, I, say. I appreciate that for once WWE's like, oh, other than Roman Reigns, here's another reason to watch Raw. I've never watched Raw for Seth Rollins. Ever. And I've been watching Raw since it was in black and white. Never watched it for Seth Rollins. So, which puppy was this that <laughs> Seth kicked that you have this uh, grudge against? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just curious. I will upload the video to Yep, and you will see why I don't like Seth Rollins. You know what? I'm going to say this right now. I don't care for Sting. 
Those are the thoughts wow. and opinions of Kevin, and wow. they do not represent the thoughts or opinions of Yep, wow. I like wrestling. I see How there. dare you, I'm sir? Coming, I'm coming for you, Eric Bischoff. You know what? Wow. Sting overrated. How dare you, sir? Never, never did anything in WWE because he was too scared to go there. Hey, um, real quick. Kevin, thank you for joining us on this episode. I mean, really, you. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, wow. I, I, I appreciate you coming on this episode. Um, this will be the third and last fucking time. Uh, I'm sorry. Let me yeah. say this right now about Sting. He's a crow ripoff. Yes. He's a crow all right. Rip-off. All right. Okay. But and he did, he, whole thing, he he was did a it. Crow he, ripoff. You know what? Have Brandon Lee not He's died dead. and did He's more dead. episodes? Mm-hmm. He's hey, dead. dude. Chill. Easy, buddy. Wow. <laughs> but and so is Sting's career. Thanks, Seth. Oh, fuck. Exactly. Thank you, Seth. Thanks, like, that's Seth. the one who Thank did it. You, Seth. you know what? Thank you, Seth. Those are the thoughts and opinions of Teddy and Kevin. Wait, what the hell did I do? <laughs> <laughs> and they do not represent. I was just sitting here. I didn't do anything. The, the thoughts or opinions of Yep, I Like Wrestling. So, shall we move on to SmackDown? Yes. Thank yes, you. let's. L- please, let's. Speaking of careers that went nowhere, the Bludgeon Brothers and the New Day <laughs> and Sanity had a big fuster clock going on there. And Team Hell No. And, oh, God, yeah, it was a big old mosh pit of shit. Yeah, but I wasn't mad at it. Yeah, I wasn't mad either. Really? Uh, it was fine. It was, it's fun. Um, you know. It's been a while since there was a 10-man tag team, so. <laughs> but not in Teddy's house. <laughs> oh. Yes. Uh, that's what we call Friday at my house. <laughs> but yeah, in um, Newark, yes, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I do like <laughs> how they're booking Sanity, but everyone else, I'm kind of. You over. mean by having them fucking take the pin every week? Yes, I like that. Having them do the job, they're not I like Sanity, that. they're Jobity. I like oh, that. Shit, I like jobity. it. I like it a lot. <laughs> Yo, you know what? I gotta say <laughs> one thing about Sanity, their entrance. It's kind of um, motion sicknessy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The camera's constantly moving. It's a little. Um, but it literally goes with their gimmick. Yeah. No, no, it goes with it because it's fucking insane. It's yes. like it's like they gave uh, the cameraman Molly for that brief thirty seconds. Oh, shout out to Molly. I heard a I heard a thing on another podcast. I don't remember which, but somebody made the point that it's like if NXT does anything, it gives these guys an entrance. All these guys that come up, they make sure that they have an entrance and they have a thing. Well, that's because NXT is kind of done like a Raw on a, in a smaller arena. Yeah. So all you're doing is taking it from there into a bigger arena. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, exactly. So you're the wrestling nerd at this table, so please refresh my memory. Back in the day, WCW, there was some type of stable with Eddie Gilbert. I want to say Doom, but I the, don't think... Uh, it's not the Legion. It's the Dungeon of Doom. Dungeon of Doom. Thank you, sir. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's now, a throwback. Now, if the Bludgeon Brothers joined Sanity, maybe they could do something like that, and I think it would work. Well, it's almost like the Wyatt family brought back to life again, because when they did a vignette earlier in the episode before the match, I felt like I was watching uh, an old episode of Raw with all I was missing was Bray Wyatt. But what we don't have is a... Well, we have stables with the New Day, but this would be like a major stable. Shout out to the corporate ministry. Oh, if yeah. If we put those two together, I think it could actually possibly work. But I mean, with stables like that, don't you need that one particular personality that right. stands out? And it's almost like, unless Eric Young blows up, there's no real person like that. I know I know who to do it. Put him with The Miz. 
The oh, Bludgeon Brothers with the Miz? With the Bludgeon and Sanity. And Sanity. Look, in ECW. No, Miz is too clean for that. No, but actually, that shit could work, though. No. Those, yeah. The, Miz is too clean. It, it, it'd be like Miz and the Goons. Miz, Miz's goon, like Miz and the goon and his own goon squad, Sanity and the Bludgeon Brothers. Actually, you know what? I'm into that shit. That's no what dope. Way. Instead of the instead of the Miz Taraj that were clearly a bunch of jobbers, that would that would probably. But they Miz were up. they were they were but they were jobbers that tried to emulate him. Yes. Whereas opposed to this is his fucking goon squad. Yeah. The that renegades that that he has a little bit of control over, and then you you can build SmackDown around him. Just throwing, throwing those guys at all the baby faces, throwing them at Dan, Daniel Bryan, throwing them at AG Styles, throwing them at Shinsuke, throwing them at, them at Cena, whoever. I don't like it, so no. Let's continue. <laughs> um, yes, AJ Styles <laughs> took on Shinsuke Nakamura, then everyone took on Jeff Hardy, and it just kept going and going. It's like the hookup that never leaves. Yes, I didn't like it. Sorry. I like that we got like two Teddy Long matches to begin SmackDown. Yeah. Yo, right? It was like holla, fight, holla, holla. tag team. Yo, wait, wait, no. Actually, hold up, hold up. I need you to do holla, holla, holla in that British accent of yours <laughs> to be oh like God. the ultimate page. Jeez. Oh, God, I fucking hate her. I got her written down here, too. Yeah. No, I don't like, and I'm sick of Paige as the GM. Like, she literally comes out to announce the match, and then she just re- recedes back into the thing. She's not even doing it good. It's just, no, I'm over it. Over it. St- I mean, basically, she's, she's the white British Teddy Long. With a purple dildo. Yeah. Oh, uh, damn well, it. Yes. She's still better than Constable fucking Corbin. You know what? I don't like where <laughs> this is going. Like, fuck Barry Corbin. <laughs> Jeez, are you jealous? I feel like that should be the title of this episode. Fuck Barry <laughs> Corbin. Just because I love Barry Kevin. doesn't mean I love you any less. Are you, are you jealous? Because Look, is that what's Cody going on? According to Kevin... Fuck Barry Corbin. That's Cody a good Rhodes. segment for him, according to Kevin. Yes. Uh, yeah. Cody Rhodes popularized the term "fuck the revival." I'm gonna popularize the term "fuck Barry Corbin." <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag "fuck Barry Corbin." Talk about okay. Jesus Christ. Fine. Speaking of things that are worth fucking, the match with Oscar and Ellsworth. Terrible. Terrible. It's like peeing out a urinal and you zip your foreskin up too quickly. That's what that match was. Over it. First off, ouch. Yes. Second off, I wasn't mad at seeing all the ladies ringside at the same time. Sonny, you are the horniest man I've ever met (laughs) in my life. Third, also ouch. Yeah, third, ouch. Again, yeah. 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 Shout out to all those uncircumcised people out there. You know what I'm talking about. And like uncircumcised men, I'm talking about Carmella. She was ringside. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Those are the words and opinions of Teddy. I'll take that L, son. As my nephew would say, (laughs) I'll take that L. I can't believe that in in WWE that there's been one person to pin Asuka, and it's fucking Carmella. Thank you. I like this man. I've always liked Wood. Always been a fan of him, Sonny. I want him on every podcast. Uh, Just... No. Shout out to Ruby Mendoza. I don't need him back. I want this one oh, on every podcast. Yes. I, Jesus. I appreciate. Talk about throwing on the people <laughs> under the bus on a regular basis. Thank I you. appreciate them trying to invest in Carmella and create another star in the women's no. division. It's just frustrating that this was the person that they've chosen. And, and now I just Ellsworth's don't back. Her. I just don't. I'm not for it, man. No. Like. And I when just, did Lumber Jills now refer to as Lumber Jack? When, didn't the women used to be called Lumberjills? Yeah, they did. That's why I was actually kind of uh, confused by that shit, too. I was, like, wondering, is it because Ellsworth is in the match? Which I want to say one thing. 
you do realize that Ellsworth didn't once lay a finger on Oscar, except at the end when he tackled her. He did snatch her ankle. He didn't That's even, ta- he didn't even yeah. tackle her. He but just yeah. he just held her. It, it was it's. Stu- I agree with you. It's so stupid and it's reverse. You know prejudice. It's so stupid. That's why I'm like I'm over it. I can't wait till it's done. Yeah. But I was more concerned with why are they not j- lumberjills? Why are they lumberjacks? But then I realized, yes, yeah, Sonya Demille's at the ring, so lumberjack it is. Yeah. So those are the opinions and thoughts, oh. of Teddy. Yeah. And they don't represent yep, I like wrestling. Shout out to the LGBTQ XYZ community out there. And sometimes why? <laughs> and sometimes why? Speaking of possible lesbians, Zelina does nothing with Andrade C and Almas. She does nothing. Well. I was disappointed by her involvement in the match because she didn't really do much except shout, and that's about it. She gives you angry yeah. Latina. I get enough of that on this podcast. I don't need to see it on SmackDown. <laughs> she does. Well, nothing. you know what? That was your Tara supplement for this week. I, I know. Not here Tara, today. I do miss you. Hurry back. Yeah. By the way, we miss you. Uh, hopefully, you'll be here next week. But you know what, though? That match wasn't bad. I mean, yeah. Andrade, I mean, Mysterio, Kalisto, whoever that was. They all look alike. Racist. Yeah. They did. They did a decent job. But, um... Yeah, that that spot where Cien did the uh, the foot stomp outside the ring, that shit was dope, dude. He's okay. I just want to know: is he really, really tall, or is Selena just really, really short? Because the height difference between the two of them is almost comical. I think she's really, really she's short. tiny. Yeah, she thinks like four eleven, four ten. Like I, I think he's actually pretty small too. Well, he's like he's not six feet. He might be around Daniel Bryan's size. Oh no, wow. fucking way! He might be. Wow. Then she's just a tall little person. She's yes, yeah. gotta be politically correct. She's yeah. like four six. She's like no, nah, she ain't that. She's four six, and her mouth is eight fan. nine. It's just too much. I'm done. With, <laughs> I'm done with. I'm done with her. Well, I thought she was gonna be a Latina Lana. She's not. I'm done with her. Get rid of her. Well, me. you know what? She could be not as good, but in the same realm of Sherry Martel. Because really? She, because the thing is that she does get involved. Like, she did a Hurricane Rana on, uh, was it Johnny Gargano in NXT in that match? That was dope. She's done stuff like that. So well, why is she not doing anything on SmackDown? I have no idea. I mean, they need to get her involved like she was involved in NXT. And that's the problem. It's like, you know, let her do some of that stuff. I guess you know what it is? You can't really involve her, involve her if there's no one to give her a comeuppance. So if she's if they're not taking on someone that has a female co- counterpart, Naomi? yeah, but then Jay, if Jay took on if Jay took on Cien, Cien. then that would make sense. But the okay. Usos aren't singles wrestlers. Yeah, like, exactly. I don't know where you go with that? I'm so like, it's like you gotta find somebody that Lana Russo. Lana, Lana Russo. Yeah, but I mean, what's the other girl's name? Two heels. What's the name? Well, I mean, Rusev shouldn't be a heel at this point. Like. He, well, he is a heel. I mean, he's doing heel things. He is, but I don't know. He, I, I question how long they can they can fight the tide of him being a being a babyface. Well, they're gonna keep that shit going on. Well, maybe the if they same brought that way. girl from Raw to SmackDown, they could do that. Which girl? What's the oh Seth Rollins? Like they could oh, bring her uh, to SmackDown. Fucking and, guy. Yeah, oh. that could work. But anyway, <sighs> uh, yes. And Those then the are the end thoughts of the show and opinions was, oh, of Teddy. I'll take it. Doesn't matter. You gonna take that, son? I'll take gonna... that, son. All right. <laughs> so I will say the last match, I did like Biggie's suicide dive. See again. Every time he does that fucking suicide dive, I swear to God, I feel like he's he's done. Yeah. But this is what I'm saying. He does it better than Seth Rollins. Amber Moon suicide dive 
better than Seth Rollins. But it's Rollins. a different dive, though. Yeah, one is good and one is bad. No, but like Seth it's... Rollins is so dry. It's like Betty White's vagina. No, dry, dry, oh, well, dry. It's so boring. Apologies to Betty White. Shout um, out to the Golden Girl. Thank yeah. you for being thank, our friend. Oh. Thanks for listening, Betty White. We thank you for listening, it. Betty White. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, and the other one. What's the guy in Sanity? The fat one. Killian Dane. Thank you. Doesn't he look like Balls Mahoney? I kept yeah. calling him Balls Mahoney, and then I was like, wait, yeah. I believe he's dead. Yeah. But here's yeah. the thing about what Biggie does. That's not a suicide dive. Yes, it is. It's a fucking spear <laughs> into the f- into the concrete but floor. But then he throws himself. It's a suicide no, dive. It's not a su- he- no, it's a, it's a suicide dive because he almost died. <laughs> yes. Exactly. But it's not a suicide dive. It's actually a spear. Well, Here, here's my he question. He sacrifices himself. So that's what makes it a suicide dive, unlike Chris Benoit's suicide dive. Oh. Different type of suicide dive, Sonny. Different. This is the darkest episode and in the history <laughs> of the FIY Wrestling. Well, I'm, How many I'm, hope, I'm, 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 ho- I'm hoping you're talking about, you know, the in-ring suicide dive. Am I? I'm just going to let it hang out there. Whoa. See what I did you know there? What? I'm going to let it hang Whoa. out there. Just to be on the safe side? <laughs> no, you can't do that. Just to be on the safe side, those are the thoughts and opinions oh, of Teddy, and they do see? not represent the thoughts or opinions of I could have been talking about the like wrestling. Good Lord. I'm hoping you did, but if not, I'm just covering my okay, ass. Okay, well, you know what? That's a good segue right there, because this Sunday is Extreme Rules. Exactly, and ex- Extreme Rules, we're doing a viewing party at Legends. Really? Yeah. When was the last time? It seems like forever since we've had a viewing party at Legends. It was four weeks ago. Oh. Yeah. For Money in the Bank. Money in the bank exactly we're not going to go through the whole card because i don't want to throw up but is there any matches oh, that shit. you are looking forward to well you know we are going to do predictions oh you can't say predictions without dick mm-hmm. all right so let's start here so all right on the pre-show that starts at two in the morning so um, i'm gonna run it down please do and you guys are gonna tell me who you're going for so starting off with the new day versus sanity on the extreme uh, rules kickoff show who you got Sanity. Who you got, Teddy? Why do we have a pre-show? This isn't the NFL. Are you gonna give me real? Are you gonna give me real? That fucking is my real answer. Why is your show starting at two in the morning anyway? I don't care. I'm not watching Extreme Rules. Screw it. Next match. <laughs> Finn Balor versus Fuck Cass- Baron Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck, man! You guys gonna make this shit difficult for me today? I actually have fuck that guy on my notes here. He oh, does, Sunny. As I lean over him seductively, he does say fuck that guy. Yes. It says F that guy. He's so sweet over here. It says F that guy. Trying to watch my language, man. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Too late. (laughs) Yeah, watch your fucking language. Listen. Oh. Um, Also, I'm going to pick Baron Corbin for that match. Oh, so now you're going to pick him. I'm not saying I want want him. (laughs) This is an objective opinion, and I'm going to say that they're going to shit the bed. The lesser of two evils. All right. Because for some reason, they think this guy deserves a push. (laughs) Okay. Fuck Baron Corbin. And Teddy, who are you picking? Lube, that's who wins that match. Because <laughs> I'm gonna be watching it at home. Lube will win that match. <laughs> I assure guy. you. All right. So my pick so far, since Teddy's picking picks that can't be picked, <laughs> I'm going for Sanity in the in the kickoff show, and I'm going for Finn Balor on the first oh. match on the card. Oh. Jesus Christ. Moving on to the Raw Tag Team Champions. Uh. Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt versus the uh, B team. Uh, Who you got, Kevin? Whatever. I got me going to the bathroom and not yeah. giving a fuck uh, about this match. Are you yeah. fucking really going to? But the B team. Please. B team for Kevin. Who okay. you got, Teddy? Uh, 
Like, mesothelioma, that's who wins that fucking match. <laughs> I don't care, Sonny. I already said I'm not watching. I don't know why it keeps coming back to me. Why the know. fuck do I have you on this podcast? I'm, I'm, I'm bored. Jesus I'm, Christ. I'm not watching Extreme Rules. Yo, you're like, you're like the worst, man. I'm not watching it. Fucking AT&T of people. We need that no. mesothelioma commercial they used to play on Bridget's show. We no, do. you Jesus. have mesothelioma. No, stop. <laughs> you can't see that shit, man. <laughs> Speaking of Carmella. Yeah. Yo, oh, oh, you guys are the worst. Worse. You know what? I'm picking the B team. All right, let's move forward. SmackDown Women's Championship match. Carmella versus Asuka with Ellsworth held above the ring in a shark cage. Who you got, Kevin? I'm going to go with Asuka. All right, all right. I'm picking with my heart. Nice. Who you got, Teddy? Yeast infections. I don't care, Teddy. I'm not watching this show. And wait a minute. Didn't China break this cage 100 years ago? How did we get a new cage to go out there? This is crazy. What I don't the care. fuck, man? I don't care. I'm not watching this pay-per-view. I'm not. I got, I, you know what? I got shit to do on Sunday. God, I fucking hate you. You're not coming to the party? No. Because it's this pay-per-view that's going to be shown. Show something else. Show the World Cup. It's on every fucking channel. It's like actually, 9-11. Actually, I can't get away from the I, World Cup. Actually, the World Cup is going to be on a Sunday. Oh, too. <laughs> I, 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 can't, I can't get away from anything. God. Moving on. The Raw Women's Champion, Ugh. Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax in Extreme Rules match. Alexa Bliss. She's going to win. They got the Ronda Rousey feud. Okay. Like, Who you got, Teddy? I just want to see Nia get beaten some more. I really enjoyed that. What the I fuck? Did. What I the did. Fuck I, did. I liked it. I liked it. So you don't care who wins? You just want to see get. Nia get fucked I up? I just want Nia being taken to the woodshed, as JR used to say. Damn. That's what I want. Yo, you just mean, And man. she's a big girl. She can take a lot. So, yeah. So keep this train going, Sonny. See what I did there, Kevin? Uh, I said train. Oh, God. All right. So U.S. champion Jeff Hardy versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, whatever. Who you got, Kevin? Nakamura. All right. Who you got, Teddy? Can we rename this match Knee to Cocaine? See what I did there because of the WWE 24? See what I did. Knee to Cocaine. That's what I want Nakamura to say. <laughs> Nakamura's going to give him the Kinshasa. It's just going to be a white cloud. <laughs> Oh, Jeff Hardy. You really going to fucking add to this shit? I, lo- I love Jeff Hardy. He's <laughs> as high as horse pussy. I've I always loved it. I thought it was giraffe pussy. I've giraffe changed pussy. it. Oh, yeah. okay. Made it your own? Wor- words don't own me, Sonny. Okay. Unlike oh, Donald Trump, who owns all black people. See what I did there? I turned the podcast around whoa, to make it worse. Whoa, See what I did there? Whoa, fuck Baron Corbin. And those oh words, <laughs> those words, I agree with. Why does Teddy? he get no disclaimer for saying fuck Baron Corbin? But when I say I want to fuck Baron Corbin, it's disclaimer sissy. Oh, no, I didn't disclaim you. I was saying I agree with you with the whole Donald Trump shit, but, you know. Keep it going, Sonny. Dolph Ziggler versus that lady. All right, so now the next match is the 30-man... Oh, I'd watch that. I'd come to the viewing party for that. I'd love it. The next match is the 30-minute Iron Man match between Dolph Ziggler and Seth Rollins for the Intercontinental Championship. Whatever. Who you got, Kevin? I'm going to pick Dolph Ziggler. I'm afraid to ask. Teddy, who you got? The only person winning is Tara. She's the only one who's going to enjoy that match. So that's why I wrote Tara, because she likes the both of them. (laughs) She's the only one winning. I don't care. All right. That was a lot tamer than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. So uh, thank you for that one, Teddy. Yeah, you're welcome. All right. Next match, SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the Bludgeon Brothers versus Team Hell No. Who you got, Kevin? It's going to be Team Hell No. We'll have the first dual tag team champion and mayor candidate. Ugh. All right. Um, I don't see that happening, but okay. Who you got, Teddy? Ugh, I got Team Thank God this fucking pay-per-view is almost over. That's oh, what I got. Shit. Please. <laughs> 
this fucking guy. I still haven't had one decent answer from him the entire. Sounds like this. I was. I wish I was still single so I could give hand jobs in the bathroom so I had something to do. Shout Ooh. out to. Oh. Can't say his name. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to anonymous. <laughs> 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 All right. The next match: Braun Strowman versus Kevin Owens oh. in a steel cage. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make a prediction. I'm going to predict Kevin Owens wins because Braun Strowman throws him out of the cage. That is probably exactly what's going to happen now that you've said it out loud. Wow. Yeah. You know what? Side note, I was watching some footage from uh, Peter, you know, admin of Yep, from his last show at NYC Wrestling. And it was a Vince Steele in a match. And he took his opponent and threw him into a fucking column. Like, out of the ring. Yes, I've watched that video. Yes. Yes, into the column. It was one of the most brutal shit. Yes. And I got to say, that shit was Someone fucking put it up on the page. Awesome. Yeah, it's it was in, it's in the group. I'll tag you in it. Okay. Vince Steele, indie wrestler. Actually, a cool fucking dude, too. And um, But fucking brutal in the ring. Yes. I mean, he literally, like, just do the dude like a fucking ragdoll. The dude wasn't a small dude, either. And it was at Peter's last show. By the way, speaking of NYC Wrestling, they have a show coming up on August 10th. In Jersey, we're going to be posting up the information on our Instagram as well as on our website, which is YEPILW.com. So just look for that. They got it. They're doing a really cool theme. It's called Protect Your Neck, just like the Wu-Tang album. But moving on, let's continue with the final two matches of Extreme Rules. So uh, Roman Reigns versus Bobby Lashley. Who you got, Kevin? I I guess Lashley, it feels too early to have him job out right now. Um. Yeah, I'm going to go with Lashley. Who you got, Teddy? Bury me slowly, brother. I just want to die slowly. Just, I don't care who wins. I don't want to watch it. Jesus Christ. Yeah. You're really disgusted, aren't you? Yeah, I'm like over it. I want, to, I want one of those Mary Jo Kopechny deaths where I'm trapped in the back of a car and the car slowly sinks and I just die. That's the kind of death I want. Just can't do it. Can't do it. Jesus Shout out to the Kennedys. This fucking yeah, I can't, I can't. I can't do this Bobby Lashley Roman Reigns thing. I can't. I refi- and I refuse to. So how about that? And now our final yes. match for WWE Championship: AJ Styles versus Rusev Machka. Happy Rusev I, Day, I, by the way. I, oh yeah, Happy I, Rusev I, Day. I, Sorry, I'm still recovering from that last. Yeah, this was kind of dangerous, right? Yeah. <laughs> the only thing I would rather do less than watch Roman Reigns do anything with Bobby Lashley. Anything. Well, the Illuminati is coming for us, guys. Uh, oh, shit. I'm going to say uh, AJ yeah. Styles. So, in other words, Rusev won't be winning the Rusev Championship on Extreme Rusev on Sunday, which is Rusev Day. He will not. <laughs> Sunday will be AJ Day. AJ Day. AJ Day. Sounds a little similar to... Uh, never mind. Yeah, when's BJ Day? That's the only day I'd be considering. <laughs> oh, we call that oh, every Jesus day Christ. in my house. house. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. Jesus if Christ. If you're lucky, don't be jealous. Um, um, yeah. If Rusev does not win, I will give up my title as general manager. I'm done with AJ holding that belt. Yeah. Are you serious? I am serious. If Rusev does not win, I'm done as GM. Because I cannot... AJ has had that belt almost as long as Brock Lesnar has his belt. Like, you belts don't move anymore? Is but, that it? But here, here's something that I was thinking about uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I meant to bring this up, and I forgot. Um, you were drunk, Sonny. Say it. Well, yeah, I was. Yeah. But um, I have a theory behind that, and I feel it's the CM Punk corollary. Ah. 
I feel like they're having these guys carry these championships for so long. Just to so stick it to CM. Not so much just to stick it. It's just to bury the mention of his name yeah. when it comes to longest title reigns. Gotcha. Bury his legacy. Yeah, yeah. As opposed I mean, to what he buries in AJ Lee. I get what uh, you're saying. Uh, I get what you're saying. <laughs> Shout out to molestation everywhere. Yo! She's 12, Teddy. She's 12. Those are the thoughts and opinions of Teddy. They do not represent Jeff like wrestling at oh, all. Oh, man. Everyone's coming for us. It doesn't look CM a day Punk, over 10. Illuminati. Uh, <laughs> Baron Corbin. Ba- yeah, no, Baron's just coming for you. <laughs> yeah, Baron's just coming for you, bro. Fuck Baron, me. I would like Baron to come in me. Different than what he's coming. Yo, for you. we Different. do not want to know that. <laughs> Sunny, as I was saying, CM Punk is molesting AJ Lee. So yeah, dude, some, is that what I said? I thought that's where I left off. Um, yeah, I think there's something. I think there's some steam behind your theory. I think so. I mean, why else would they be trying to stick it to CM Punk like this? Yeah. yeah why I else mean, would Brock have this belt? Wasn't there a time when the champion had to fight within 30 days? Or am I that old? Yeah, I mean, Brock ain't fighting until 2019. That's at disgusting. this point. I that's mean, gross. That's like watching Ruby Riot go down on Sonya Deville. It's oh. gross. Those are your opinions and your thoughts. Oh, you watch that? You're gross. Yeah. Ew. Tara, get back here. I can't deal with these two together. <laughs> Kevin's in deep thought right now. <laughs> you know what? I'm Fuck Baron Corbin. Keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it going. So, yeah, maybe they are trying to just bury CM Punk. I could definitely see them doing that because I mean, Vince is a spiteful bastard. Well, it's not even just that. I mean, you know what? Business-wise, I kind of look at it as like, all right, this dude is never coming back. Do I still have him be a major part of my history, lineage, so on and so forth? I kind of think it makes sense, man. Because, like, basically, the dude's a shrewd businessman. Everybody knows that about Vince. Anything that he does, any business that that he's doing, everything's connected. He'll do this because, you know what, it's good for business later on down down the road. Yes. If he continues to honor the legacy of CM Punk, it's actually a bad memory of the stuff that of him not being around anymore. Especially since he's not doing well in MMA. I mean, oh God, no. I mean, that's an understatement by what I'm saying right now. And you know, he's not going to come back. He talks about the wrestling business that he never is going to never fuck with it ever again. So it kind of makes sense to kind of find a way to erase that time in WWE where he was the biggest star. But the the question I have is 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 it that or is it that just there's nobody else on SmackDown that you can give that title to? I I, I no. No, there's there there, plenty of talent. There no, there's, there's talent. There's just the the thing is that in order to to kind of wash out that yeah. that legacy, that bad taste in your mouth. Don't you, you hate it when you got that? Let AJ rock with it oh. until 10 to 15 days past CM Punk's um, total amount of days, and then you're good. Yeah. I mean, I would be happy even if they, like, ping-ponged it. Like, remember how uh, Charlotte and Sasha used to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd but, be happy but, even if they did that with Nakamura but you know what? and AJ. But they just kept it on AJ, but and you know he's what? had it forever. That's gonna, I think that's going to eventually happen. AJ's not too far off from CM Punk's uh, total amount of time. Oh, is he? Yeah. Yeah, it's probably about a little over halfway there. It's been and like then eight or nine months. Seems like no. Sam Punk had Sam Punk had it for a year and change. Yeah, I'm what? saying AJ's had it for about eight or nine. Oh months. yeah, exactly. So you give him another three months, another four months with the title. He passes it, or whatever uh, it is. 
Actually, no, 434 days. That's a uh, rough estimate on math. He's got to have it for about 14 to 15 months. So, and because he puts on some great matches, you can still rock with him doing it. Yep. And then they're simultaneously doing the same thing with Brock when you really think about it. Because yes. Brock is having his title for a long fucking time yes. and letting that clock tick. So then you're going to have two major belts from WWE that are going to be on top of CM Punk's reign. So it's going to kind of wash it away. And who suffers through all this? The fans, of course. I was going to say the immigrants that are being detained, but... You know, I guess they're. I guess the fans are suffering too. Um, I mean, I suppose. It, it's yeah. rough for them, but at least they don't have to watch Raw and SmackDown every. True, week. bright side. I don't even know how bright to side. fucking disclaim the two of you guys right now. <laughs> bright side, Sonny. I'm bright side. Way too much time with Teddy. Man. I know. Yeah, yeah. You guys, feel you, guys, good? you guys are both fucking horrible. I know. <laughs> but that's why I make the big hey, books. Can, can I get a, fi- a fuck Baron Corbin on three? No, we one, don't do this. We two, don't do it. Three, come I want to fuck Baron Corbin. Oh. I'll say that. But <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Kevin. Say the same thing. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> join me on that one. Yeah, join him on that one. Go ahead. I want Baron Corbin to go fuck himself. Oh God, so that's what Teddy wants too. On that note, Sunny. So no, no, we're gonna continue. What? You cut me off during a Sunny take us home. So let me ask you this: Rusev versus AJ Styles. In the card in general, half the matches have stipulations; the other half are basically just regular matches. So, is it really an Extreme Rules pay per view? Nope. I mean, that's the one thing that I've always been a little puzzled is like a pay-per-view that has a particular theme should have the theme throughout the entire pay-per-view. And if it and if I remember correctly, at some point they did do that where the entire card was extreme stipulations. And as usual, the writers have just forgotten things. Yeah, it's terrible. That's why I'm not watching it. So um, with that said, you know what? How about we reminisce for a minute? Because I've been in a reminiscing mood, primarily because I've been drinking. And, Ah. uh, you know. I get nostalgic when I drink. So, what is one of your favorite extreme matches from the past? Uh, Let's start off with Kevin. I, I think for me, when I think of that, I think of uh, Cactus Jack and Triple H at the Royal Rumble in 2000. Uh, mm-hmm. At the Garden, just blocks away from where we're sitting right now. No, we're in we Parts Unknown. Parts oh, Unknown. Right. Oh, that's right. Pardon me. Uh, not close to anywhere where we are right now. Uh, I remember as a kid uh, renting the Royal Rumble 2000 from Blockbuster. I remember two things. I remember the uh, the Divas search thing that they had going going for that show. No, that was the Divas uh, bathing the suit Young, match. The bikini oh, match. Oh, oh. Not the Divas search, but the yeah, bikini well, match. You know. May Young oh, won. That's right. Shout out the, to May Young. And then the, uh, the other thing that I remember was uh, Cactus Jack backdropping Triple H and his leg getting stabbed by a wooden crate. That match is Ooh, crazy. Yeah, uh, you know, the, the Hell in a Cell gets a lot of love because it's it's crazy and it and it sort of pushed WWE in ring to all these extremes. But Cactus Jack versus Triple H is brutal and violent and amazing and something that they would never do today, but it's something that every wrestling fan should watch because it's like this is sort of the essence of what we love as as wrestling fans. Yeah, I'll give you that. I hate Triple H, but yeah, the match was pretty decent. How about you, Teddy? What was one of your favorite matches that was extreme? You know, really, anything with Mick Foley is pretty good. I remember a spot he did with Edge when the table was on fire. That was one of my favorites. 
Um, but I'm definitely going to have to say Mankind versus The Undertaker, Hell in the Cell, the granddaddy of all hardcore matches. I mean, how many packages is that in? How him uh, coming yeah. off that cage? Like, yeah. you know, it's funny. I didn't. I did not see that match live, but I felt like I have from just reliving it over and yes. over and over again. My God, he's broken in half. Like. Yeah, JR's yeah. commentary alone is yeah. legendary. Yeah. yeah, dude, I want that commentary like on anything like <laughs> fucked up that I do. Like when I was playing basketball and uh. I was sprain my ankle. My God, he got a family. <laughs> like, dude, that shit was just yeah. fucking amazing. And just when you think about it, we had never seen anything of that brutality. A man coming off the cage, a man going yeah. through the cage. They a man's wheel- tooth going through his you know, the, two, the the chairs, him being wheeled out and then dragging himself back. It was it was crazy. Oh, yeah. Also, the closing of that match when he drops the thumbtacks. Oh yeah, the, the thumbtacks. Yes. The, the thing with with that match that doesn't get enough love is the drama at the end of that match mm-hmm. with that with that spot with the tacks. Yes. Of just him on Undertaker's back and just like one step after another. And when Undertaker, when his when when he lifts his arm and he starts to, to to carry him, and the whole crowd's like, "Oh shit, he's gonna fucking do it! He's gonna fucking do it!" Yes. It's just like, and it doesn't. Yeah, he gets so real. overshadowed by everything else in that match, but it's so amazing. I'm gonna tell you my favorite of all of those match of all these extreme matches. It's that three way dance between the Hardys, the Edge, and Christian, and the Dudleys. Because that was crazy. It was C-O-C new. Mac. It was new. But would it you was, really call that hardcore? I mean, well, ladders, but well, I wouldn't really call no, it. No, but it was a TLC match. It, it was. It was the first ever TLC yes. match. But I don't it think was there was any blood. Was there? There was no blood, well, right? There was like a trilogy of those You know matches. what? It, there wasn't any blood, but I mean, I don't think you always need blood yeah. for a match to be extreme because that match was so brutal that it's actually one of the matches that led to Edge's short career. Because hmm. the thing is that, and he said it in, in interviews, when he does that, that spear on Jeff Hardy mm-hmm. from the, from the, the ladder, ladder yeah. and, he, and where Jeff Hardy's dangling, he basically sp- spiked his neck mm. or spiked his head when he came down. That's why when, he, when, when they fall to the ground, he pops up so quickly, but it's like it's almost like he got knocked out because he was practically knocked out. Yeah. You know, and the thing is that I remember the very next night watching uh, Monday Night Raw, and all three teams came out to the ring mm-hmm. and basically got a standing ovation. And they were limping, and, yes. and they were all limping. <laughs> yeah. All you could tell that. You could tell they weren't fucking selling the shit. Yeah. They were like literally in fucking pain. And they, they broke kayfabe and was like, yo, last night we killed it. Mm-hmm. We put on a match for all these fans. And they all, and you could tell, dude, it's like wrestling is a lot of, you know, bullshit as far as, you know, bullshitting fans and, and, and selling it and, and kayfabe. But at that particular moment, that shit looked straight up legit. Yeah. And they would really speak from the heart like, yo, we fucking killed it for these fans last night. And we had an amazing match. And they did. They stole the fucking show. Yeah. You know, it's, so it started the table ladders and chairs 
They're the know, reason why that know, there's a whole pay per view. Exactly. Right? And every year we have a ladders match. I don't think anything has really lived up to that first one because no, no. we had never seen anything like that. And then everyone delivered. And Jeff Hardy had on that delicious mess tank top. Oh my I was yeah, it was good. I'll give it. X Seven was a great one for I, me. I as will well. say also too that I feel like that match was the was like the 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 apex of just this run of matches you start all the way back with sean and razor at 10 mm-hmm. you you know you yeah. get the hell in a cell you had this it's the evolution it's of the that evolution of that ladder match which that, mean, yeah uh, but also of just that that whole style you know and it made all those guys all those guys had amazing and in a couple of cases still do have amazing careers oh yeah stemmed from that my, my favorite part is lita running like she say she had to run like five blocks to get to the ring, <laughs> and it was like she was with the Hardys at that time. So when she didn't come to the ring, it was like, well, where the fuck is Lita? Because remember she had the whole thong gimmick. That's right, yeah, yeah. But there was a point in that match where she comes hauling ass, and then the crowd is losing their shit because it's like, okay, here she finally comes. Yeah, so and they yeah. were like cheering for a long time because it took her forever to, it took <laughs> get to the ring. <laughs> and I, and I Shout out to Lita and oh Charles Robinson is that. Yeah, Baby, yeah, he had to do yeah, a little run. Mate. <laughs> little mate, he had to do that same run. So yeah, shout out to that was actually a damn good WrestleMania. As I, I think dude, that's one it. of the best WrestleManias yeah. of all time. I hand you that one. Definitely. Also, one note from that leader thing. I think it was either Spike Dudley or someone. She had just like the most just sick chair shot yeah. I've ever seen. She yeah. just yeah. like fucking bashes that dude's head like into yeah. his spine. I think it's everyone, crazy. everyone. Everyone fed their families from that match, at least for a oh, good month. Like, yeah. Everyone did what they had. But they all worked for it. No one slacked. They, they all did it. So, yeah. I'll Yo, quick that. side note. If the WWE Network was around back then, you, how many times do you think you would have rewatched that pay-per-view? Oh. oh. Every day. Yeah. I had that VHS, and it would, that was the thing. It was like Ouch. my friend would come over and be like, what are we going to do? We're going to watch TLC. Yeah, let's <laughs> do it again. <laughs> We watched it last week. Who gives a fuck? Let's do it again. Yeah. I I I had the VHS of going back to the Royal Rumble of 2000 that I worn out simply because of the May Young spot with the breast oh. hanging down. Oh, My nephews God. and I we watched that about a million times because it was the funniest shit we had ever seen. So yeah, I have a VHS say that I've worn out too. So yeah. If May Young's Could titty you? was a person. <laughs> His name would be Baron oh Corbin. God. Oh, God. Oh, shit. And that's what we call the callback. My word. So, gentlemen, this was fun, but my Uber's here. Sonny, take us home. And that's a wrap for episode 29. Thank you for joining us for a interesting episode. <laughs> <laughs> but fun nonetheless. Uh, please make sure you follow us at Y-E-P-I-L-W on everywhere everything everyone uh wow. we're on uh, <laughs> we're on uh, itunes stitcher TuneIn radio youtube soundcloud aol cnn we're everywhere youtube myspace yes oh friendster since you guys kept on fucking with me i said you know what let me go get that shit on myspace so yeah we're on myspace for real oh, all right Netflix. Oh, oh, Netflix. Not yet, but oh, you know. not Netflix. Mflix. M- I don't want to know what Mflix <laughs> is. My Vidster. Sonny, wrap this up. My Uber's waiting. <laughs> My name is Sonny Sofrito. I'm Kevin Wood. I'm the greatest general manager in Yapar Like Wrestling history. Make sure you check us out. Subscribe, comment, and like. See you next week. Take care. Peace out. Fuck Baron Corbin. <laughs> Later. Oh, God. <laughs>